This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tell me when you guys are ready. Yeah, sure. I think we're all You guys need we sound happy? levels? You all good? Yeah, just a little bit more. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Okay, we'll dive right in here. Thanks again for taking the time. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V-I-G! Ah! You follow sports? Oh, my God. Sports? I love them. Who are your favorite teams? The uh, I like smaller teams, like the not the big leagues. I like the, like... Um, Long Island Mediums, the the Acorn Pine Cones, I haven't heard the of Fire Island Penguins. I like the Cincinnati Thunder Wizards. You can stop. The Orlando Blooms. And now, Big, the oven's ready. Chop, chop. Time to get bacon. Daddy want pie. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Tuesday morning, the nineteenth of November. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you? Good. Good. Yeah, doing well. You so, don't. Uh, you're saying this as if you're not doing well. Well, I mean, just in that I watched the TV show last night. That right. We're going to talk to the guy about today. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Kings of Pain. Kings of Pain. Yeah. And uh, these are people that get bitten and stung mm-hmm. on purpose. Right. That's their. That's the goal of the TV show. Basically, they are updating a pain index, which was done by a. Uh, I guess some sort of animal doctor in 1983, they want to be able to make a more comprehensive, uh, I guess, survey of these animals and what the pain is like when you get stung or bitten. Here's the uh, in, uh, part of the show. Ready to do this? I just want to just want to get yeah. it over with. It's just surreal that there's a 16-foot python in here and I'm going to let it bite my arm. So mm-hmm. a huge python. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to have it bite him. Yeah, I mean, they force it. They force it to In bite In certain him. cases, yeah. they'll have like a sea life that has very sharp edges, and then they will just basically push their arm into the edges. They're not smart. Yeah. At least after one of them does it, and he's in intense amounts of pain. My favorite part. The other guy's like, guess it's my turn. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you two doing? Or the guy that... Or the, idea. And the gore, guy that's in pain is like, oh, my God, this hurts so much. Okay, let's do it to you. Right. Uh, only guys do that, by the way, right? Oh, yeah. It's only a guy thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, man. All right. The damage this snake can inflict is massive. You ready? Yeah. If this thing latches on, it's going to get very serious very quickly. Oh, the head's out. That's a big head. The best outcome is big puncture wounds in our arm that bleed a lot. That's the best uh-huh. outcome. Best outcome. Yeah. That's if all goes well. This yeah. is proof that dudes are stupid. 
Like, like no women, proof, but... no women would ever yeah, make this show. They would never host it. They would say, "This is stupid. Yeah. Why would we do this?" It's or, proof. Or a woman would host it. There'd be one sting or bite, and they'd be like, "Let's wrap this yeah, up." I don't need to do this show <laughs> this anymore. This is just this is stupid. I got stuff to do. Worst case scenario, we can die. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In if every that's case, worst case scenario. You could die. Yeah, I'm out. That's you, where that's where you make the decision. Oh, I could die. Mm-hmm. Not gonna do this. But if we're honest, worst case scenario today, doing this job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could die. Not really. Yeah. I mean, how? Absolutely. Heart attack. The construction um, that you hear over the microphones true. every once in a while. Yeah, it that could... speaker could fall on my head. Yeah. Right. Uh, a crazy person could just walk in and punch me right in that part in your face that connects with your brain and then you're dead. You mean the nose bone. Yeah. <laughs> Pushed up into the brain. Oh, yeah. What's I'd, that song? I'd love to die like Shook? that. I'd love to die <laughs> Never like mind. that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not. Best it's... case scenario, puncture wounds and a lot of bleeding. I mean, best case scenario. Best case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worst case death. Yeah. So yeah. And that, they have a medic. They have a medic nearby that checks who does their, nothing. Yeah, he just nothing. basically checks their the, pulse. The most yeah. worthless medic ever. <laughs> like every now and then, I'll give him a warning. Like, hey guys, not sure about this. Also, small really? note: I'm not a medic. I'm an actor from Encino. <laughs> they gave me a black polo shirt. Yeah, I have he a did, stethoscope. That's it. To be fair, he did one time say, "I'm not sure I would do that again." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's sound medical advice. Glad he is there. <laughs> the show is called uh, Kings of Pain, and we're going to talk to Rob Caveman Oliva. Yeah. I Self-taught, mean. by the way. Uh, and I was like, what did you teach yourself? Just to get bit? I don't, I'm so <laughs> I confused. Everyone's self-taught yeah, for I'm getting self-taught bit. to get bit. Yeah. Absolutely. We got we to gotta figure get this to guy bottom out. bottom of this. That was a dumb idea. <laughs> but the other guy has, uh, a, has an accent, so that's cool. Mm. Okay. Allie was emailing. Uh, during off hours, that she was mad that we didn't get the Australian because she like, wouldn't. Oh, them. we got the dumb American. Well, mm-hmm. they're both idiots. True, but an <laughs> idiot with an accent. Right. <laughs> by, by the way, I tweeted last night. This is a BS show. Mm-hmm. We're having a BS person on, and we're going to talk about this BS show. And apparently, History Channel saw that, mm-hmm. and they were oh, like, great. "Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, we don't want our guys to walk into like an ambush." Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah. So Dave texted me. He's like. You were joking, right? And I was like, yeah, totally joking. I'm 100% with this guy. I love the idea that that's what they think is dangerous for this guy, walking into a (laughs) radio show, not getting him poisoned by snakes. I also love the idea that History Channel is even reading Kevin's tweets. Right? That can't be good. I mean, they're pretty accurate. That was a dumb idea. Historically. Let's talk about the rest of today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? You're talking out of your ass, dummy. It's very true. Uh, The worst weddings you've been to? Yeah. We're going to take your calls. We have uh, K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas Night 1 tickets. Mm-hmm. We have Who's the Dick? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> Jensen. Uh, yeah. Do we need to do it, or should we just call it now? I think we should at least go now. through with the segment. <laughs> no, go through with the segment. Uh, Fartgate. Ah. Uh, it's serious, you it's guys. It's a big deal. It's, it was the number one trend on Twitter. Mm-hmm. There are conspiracy theories flying around. Dare I say, Fartgate... It brought the nation closer together last Did night. Did it? Wow, and finally it's something. it's not often that a fart could bond people together. Since Usually the election, it spreads yeah. them apart. Since the election, it is yeah. the first thing on cable news we can all agree on. Absolutely. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah. And also oh, yeah. at 7 o'clock this morning, we have Beck. Yeah. In studio. Yay! Very excited about that. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Time for our first look at what's happening for the day. Here's Alex. You guys see uh, Kanye West Twitter? 
Did not. <sighs> Jensen did. Yeah. I can tell by that sigh. Mm-hmm. Kanye tweeted out a picture of him with Dr. Dre and wrote, Jesus is King Part 2 coming soon. That was a dumb idea. Uh, which really? is pretty shocking, you guys. Of course, uh, Jesus is King released less than a month ago. He's been promoting it everywhere. On Hail Satan. Every station doing his Sunday service as well. Did it with Joel Osteen this weekend. Yeah. What? That mega preacher guy? Yeah. yeah. Really? Kanye and him yeah. had a... Had a sermon together? Is that what you would call it? Mm, I don't know, man. I didn't see it. it. I don't know. This will never happen because both of them are procrast like the hip hop's biggest procrastinators ever. Yeah, right. So they always Straight both for of them sure. for yeah. years. Uh, I hope it doesn't come out. I, this would be a real bummer if the one thing Dre wants to do is a gospel record with Kanye, and not because it's gospel, but because it sucks. Yeah. That album was bad. It's not good. I mean. I think a lot of white dudes um, that buy his shoes would disagree with well, you. Let them tell me then. Okay. Because it, it's not. It's not. I, I'm down for good gospel music. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm good. I'm down with anything. Awesome. Yeah. This is not good. This is this. this is, also, I'm also awesome. Y'all don't know. I'd rather have that. I will say this about um, any video I see coming out of the Sunday service shows. Mm-hmm. The choir he has well, they're is great. incredible. Yeah. Yes, that, I wish the record was just them. I wish he would just, yeah, kind of focus on, on them. Let them them sing. But, yeah. yeah so Remember when he was on Acoustic Christmas six years ago, seven years ago? Kanye was. Mm-hmm. Oh, he really? brought in the USC marching band and everything. It was really amazing. But that was before. Yeah, you that's know. the old Kanye. Yeah, the old Kanye. I didn't know Kanye played Acoustic yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Wow. Was he announced or was he a surprise? I don't remember. I don't know. All right. I think it was a surprise, David, saying in my headphones. So maybe ah. maybe that's what it was. But Makes when sense. he came out, it was crazy good. Mm-hmm. But that's because it was before the gospel stuff. Yeah, or just insanity. Right. Yeah. That too. Well, obviously no word yet on what part two will consist of. But he has, he being Kanye, has promised to only do gospel from here on out. So it will likely... Continue in that trend. Cool, why not? Trey. Interesting. Bringing people down with him is not what I want to see. And the picture is just so goofy. It's a bum out. Dre looking so goofy. And happy. Like happy, pointing back at Kanye, who just typically looks miserable. Mm -hmm. It's a fun day, you guys. Good times. But um, I usually don't do any Kardashian stories, but I feel like this one is worth it. because. Kylie Jenner and cosmetics brand Cody has announced that they've entered into a, quote, long-term strategic partnership in order to jointly build and further develop Kylie's existing beauty business into a global powerhouse brand. Mm -hmm. Now, how did she do that? She sold 51% of her company to Cody. That's Kylie Cosmetics and Kylie Skin for $600 million yesterday. Wow, oh, wow. The sale valued the company at almost $1.2 billion. So we can wow. say what we will about that family. Wow. Kylie Jenner just made $600 million in a day. I mean, if you would have had to predict which one of those girls is going to be the billionaire, I, she's like the last one I would have put on the list. I don't, honestly, I don't, I don't even know well, which she's one like she a is. Dumb, she's like, she's a, I don't, no personality, really. Yeah. I just know she's with Travis Scott. I've... I've never watched the show or anything, but I, I know enough to know she's kind of the quiet one. 
Maybe that's why. Maybe, it's maybe. Always the quiet ones. <laughs> maybe. Everybody's always. like, if that family would just shut up, I'll right? pay money. <laughs> right? The rest of them are like, blah, blah, blah. We hate them. I but mean, the listen. quiet one just stealthily moves in and she's like, buy my lipstick, line up for it. You were saying that you had to go with your kids to the mall or something yep. for a pop-up. It and was, you said I saw it too. I saw it also. Yes. That uh, truck outside. There, No, inside the oh, store. Oh, I saw the, one outside in the truck. It was a Sephora store or so something funny. like that. There was a line all oh, yeah. the way around the mall. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. I didn't even know what it was for. Same mall. Another day, I saw a huge <laughs> truck outside, like an RV with her name on it, and there were kids lined around the block just to get to the RV. What happened in the RV? Right. <laughs> I think they're cooking meth. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's why she's so rich. Yikes. I don't oh, think that's van? what. Yeah, in the I, RV? Oh, I didn't think of that. Yes. She was probably like a teenager at the time. Oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't think of that. My bad. Wow. Sorry. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, congrats for that. Maybe you could pay Kanye not to do another gospel album. Cause baby, I'm awesome. Awesome. Um, he is aw- awesome. No. I'm also awesome. Y'all know. He's not. Y'all know. Y'all don't know. Guys. I'm not sure anyone saw this coming. I think people thought it's going to be delightful and sweet Mm -hmm. because Kelly Clarkson is delightful Mm -hmm. and sweet. But her show is a hit. Is it? Good. You guys. Yeah, she will be sticking around daytime TV because she has been picked up for 2020-21. It's an early pickup, you guys, because she has performed solidly in ratings over the first two months. She's averaging 1.9 million daily viewers since its September 9th premiere. That's a lot. That's the strongest start for a first-year syndicated talk show in seven years. She's coming in fourth behind Dr. Phil, mm-hmm. Live with Kelly and Ryan, and Ellen. I wow. mean, that's incredible, yeah. you guys. And the show airs on more than 200 local stations covering virtually 100% of the country. So Are really stereotyping watch- people? I don't really watch daytime TV talk mm-hmm. shows, but she yeah. does seem incredibly likable. She She's is. absolutely incredibly likable. She does. <laughs> I've watched it. First, I watched her opener because mm-hmm. I had to. It's mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson. Sure, sure. Um, but she does this now every show. She does Kelly Yoki at the beginning of the show and her and the audience. You know how like Ellen comes yeah, out and dances? Dance, sure. yeah. Which to me, nothing is more cringy than seeing her dance and staring at the audience and they're dancing back at her. Honestly, I'm not sure why it drives me bonkers, but it drives me nuts and makes me so anxious. Scratch dance party from night number one. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> right. uh, Kelly Clarkson, however, comes out and does Kellyoki. And she does a song, and she does karaoke, and then the audience is just singing and, and enjoying it with her, and it's just it's kind of sweet. Hmm. What I'm saying is I am okay with Kelly Clarkson singing. I'm not okay with people dancing. Got it. Writing Thank this you. Down. This is the announcer for her show. No, Kelly Clarkson! And then she comes out. And, and then she singing. comes out? Mm-hmm. That is so nice. Yep. Well, Steve Carell's just doing that Apple show. Other than that. Not much. Yeah. Some birthdays for you guys. We have got Matt Sorum, formerly Guns N' Roses, and of course Velvet Revolver, Meg Ryan, Larry King, Allison Janney, Jody Foster, and Adam Driver, and that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. Fartgate 2019. <laughs> guys. <laughs> I'm not positive what this is. Here's the thing. Okay. I said to Kevin, hey, should we skip what we're gonna do at 635 and do Fartgate? And he said, I don't know what it is, but yes, because that is the correct answer. Right. Because for one beautiful night, 
Fartgate united all of Twitter. That is a headline, it's you guys. It's never happened. Fartgate united all of Twitter. What exactly is Fartgate? Please. Well, during a live interview on MSNBC's Hardball, host Chris Matthews was discussing the latest impeachment hearing with a representative, Eric Swalwell. Here's the thing. The guy's in the middle of talking, <laughs> and all of a sudden you hear a sound that can only be described as... Holy crap, he just let one rip. Here it is. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard... That was added. <laughs> no. It sounds like it was added because it's, too it's loud. so perfect and so loud. Here's what? the thing. It's so loud you can smell it through the TV. What? Play it again for people out there that are thinking, I didn't hear what I just heard. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard... Was it the guy talking? Because it seems like he well, took a little, well, a little break. here's where the conspiracy ah, starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was one of my favorite tweets. Um, when it first happened, a guy named Mike Drucker wrote, me, in an overcoat, talking to a journalist in a dark parking garage. You really think it was Eric Swalwell who <laughs> farted on hardball? Hands over envelope. Connect the dots. (laughs) Then it just started going back and forth with people like this guy. I've isolated and slowed the moment of the fart. (laughs) You can clearly see Swalwell brace forward, tense up for a moment, and then relax. He dealt it. Because then there were conspiracies. Wait. Maybe it was Chris Matthews back at the studio. That's why it was so loud. Oh, that makes sense. Because he did it at the desk. Can you play it one more time? Because I hear it being stuffled, like uh, stifled by a chair. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. let's hear it again. Okay. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Like I hear and the, complaint the that I've... vibration of a chair. Well, that's where this conspiracy oh, comes okay. in. Okay. It's Matthews. It's a sitter. You can the hear sitter. the upholstery. Yeah. Matthews waited for Stalwell <laughs> to start speaking, thinking he'd have an opening because production usually mutes there. Mm-hmm. He went for the rip, but production was late for the button, and voila. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It's so, a good theory. Then somebody at CNN said, Thread... I hate to let the air out of these fartgate theories, but the immutable laws of physics clearly point to Chris Matthews as the culprit. For one, Swalwell's mic wouldn't likely have picked up in that noisy live shot location. She brings up the point that unless you're telling me that the thing literally bounced through the echoey Capitol building Mm. to be that clear. That would have been a hell of a fart. But let's not rule it out. Let's not rule it out, but she too believes... We have to take in all evidence. Everything. Yes, uh-huh. she too believes it's Matthews right. that let it rip. And this guy said, as a guy who has reveled for years in the fact that Chris Matthews loves to blast hot clouds on live TV... <laughs> Does he do I'm it just, a lot? I'm just here to clear Eric Swalwell's name. I feel like if you look at Chris Matthews, you know he farts. He looks like a farter. Like, first of all, he's full of hot air. That's mm-hmm. just him. Right. But he just... You know when you can look at someone and go... That dude is gas. Well, that's what it sounded like to yes. me. Whoever was talking, I don't even know who it was, mm-hmm. took a break and then came back and finished their sentence. Well, well that's, that was that's Eric, Eric Swallow. Oh, that yeah. is the guy mm. at the live mm. shot that's doing it. Let's hear, can we hear it again? Absolutely. Oh, please. Uh, let's play it one more time. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. I and mean, the complaint that I've heard... She, in the election, it sounded like. Yeah, he does pause. He yeah. does pause, and then there are people that have slowed it down, and you see him tense up and do it. 
here's where Hardball weighs in. Okay. First with the tweet that they deleted, which bums me out so much. You know the meme of the two Spider-Mans pointing at each other? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they posted that, then deleted it. It's the greatest <laughs> meme to post for this situation ever. I'm so mad at those and, people. And, and, and this is after Representative Swalwell tweeted that it was not him. It was not him. He I was love the fr- that they yeah. had to actually answer that question. He was the first to speak. Was it me? Uh, Swalwell right. was the first to go, was it me? Was me. However, Hardball tweets this. Sorry to disappoint the conspiracy theorists. It was the Hardball mug scraping against the desk. What? Get yours today and let's get back to news with a link to buy a mug. And people were like, of all sounds on earth, it was the least like a mug on a desk. Play it again and see if you think it sounds like a mug dragging. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Not a and the complaint that I... No way is no, that a mug. a mug. Now listen, we don't know what kind of desk they have. Right. We don't know exactly what mug, but we have a desk in front of us. Okay. We, we have, have a mugs. mug in front of okay. us. Right. Jensen, I'll I'm going to go, go first. first. Yeah. Here's mine. No. Yeah. No. That's just a slide. That was a wind fart. That's a that was slide. not a real fart. Okay, here's okay. mine. That's nothing like it. DJC no. trip. What are that you was, doing right that now? That was scratchy. That was okay. scratchy. Okay. But that was not a fart. Let's play it one more time and see if possibly it could mm-hmm. be that. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard... Not possible. It's not a mug. It's, it's and not then a mug. people were saying, no, it's probably a phone that vibrated on the desk. Nope. No way. Uh-uh. That is a fart. And let's just and let a, damn a good one. fart I know. unite us as a people. We've needed something for so long just to bring us together as a nation. And I'm just going to say right now, if it's a fart... Let it be a fart. Fart 2020! Fart 2020! Fart 2020! It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, it's Beck. Number 
one of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas is the Head and the Heart and Catfish and the Bottleman and Cold War Kids, Angels and Airwaves, Young the Giant, Jimmy Eat World, Cage the Elephant, and our next guest, Beck, who joins us in studio. Hey! Hola. Hola, Beck. How are you? Hola. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Doing Very good. Right? Thank you. Yeah. You, yeah. you and uh, K-Rock have gone back a long ways. A ways. Yeah. I remember yeah. doing breakfast with you at the oh gosh yeah. John An- John Anson John Anson Ford, Ford Theater yes and you yes. were playing live and I don't know what happened but you disappeared up into the hill <laughs> into the trees and I, I was up like in the mountain I was like is he leaving I, I don't even know what's happening you know I grew up in L A hiking you know I'm all about I see those hills and I hike but, that's what I do but you were playing I had also just gotten a wireless microphone for the first time oh so, so you were I just testing it out. just testing it out. Yeah, just doing some long range. Testing. Okay, yeah. he's like, this doesn't work at yeah. Runyon. I, never again am I. I've tried it. Yeah. I've tried yeah. it. Uh, 2014 Weenie Roast. You yeah. did Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What song was it? I'm sorry, I can't remember. I mean, we went for the jugular. We went for Billy. Billy Jean. Jean. Yeah. yeah. Insanity. Yeah. It was a good time. Insanity. Yeah. And yeah. also, I wanted to bring up just before we yeah. get to uh, your new album, which comes out this Friday. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention the Paisley Experience. Right, yeah. The, Please uh, explain the that. Covers. Okay, so we got invited to Paisley Park, which is uh, Prince's studio yeah. complex Bonkers. in Minneapolis. Has anyone else ever recorded there since? <sighs> no, I think we're the first ones. I think so, too. Since wow. he's passed. And uh, so it was meaningful, yeah. And they asked us to do some Prince songs. We couldn't pick any. We couldn't pick just one, so mm-hmm. we ended up doing like five. Bat dance, clearly. Five. We went straight for bat dance. Classics only. <laughs> it's just Beck doing bat dance six and, times in a row. Yeah. Um, do you mind if I play a small clip? Yeah, please do. All right. I got to be honest, it looked like you were having a... Fantastic time. We're having a good time, yeah. Yeah. And, and the, we were, it was a high-wire high walk because we didn't rehearse any of that. Sure. You didn't? No, as you can hear. Because your band just- My performance there is just a notch above karaoke. <laughs> Come on. Hear, like, <laughs> but do you, th- like, do you ever look back, at this point I'm sure, seven Grammys in and stuff, like, but playing at yeah. Paisley Park. Like if yeah. I would have told 11-year-old you that that was even a possibility, could you even fathom the idea? No, couldn't fathom it. You know, and I, I had a few run-ins with Prince over the years, mm-hmm. but I think I was run-in a bit... sounds like fights, <laughs> which would be a good battle. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was definitely like security guards in between. I see, okay. right, right, but holding you back. Yeah, I got invited to a party at his house once, which I guess he. I think about about ten or fifteen years ago, he rented a house in in the hills somewhere. That was like his after party after a show. Right? I think it was, yeah, yeah, I think it was something Grammys or something. And and what I'd heard was he replaced all the carpets in the house with purple carpets. Yes, on a rental. Oh, that's And he best. put a stage in the living room. Yes. which And it was a permanent jam session. So I was heading over there, and then my friend called me and said, he kicked everybody out. Oh, man, that would have sucked. So that would have been You still should have showed up like, I have Snapples. I did, and I did also get called out on stage once. By him? He was doing a showcase for uh, journalists in London, and he was playing in the middle of the afternoon, and I was with my record company. He said, you want to go see Prince? I'm like, now? Like four sure. in the afternoon? Sure, why not? Sure, why not, yeah. So we go down there, and they drop they drop us in the, the door, like on the side of the stage. So I walk in, and the whole audience is looking at us. Like, oh. They take us to the front row, and um, 
And then it, someone jabs me, and then Prince is pointing at me. He's like, get up on stage. Oh. He's like pointing at me, get up here. And I'm wearing like jeans and some Nikes, you know, like I'm not. I don't feel like he cared. Yeah. He didn't care. And so uh, I jumped up there, and he said something like, show us what you got. Oh, wow. That's my yeah. nightmare. <laughs> right, same. <laughs> I, that's literally a nightmare I've had. <laughs> I'm just, show us what you got. And I don't. With what those song? particular you... shoes, I, it was just a jam. I, yeah. I don't remember the actual song, but wait, it was the shoe that you remember. I, well, I couldn't shoes? really do anything with those. He wanted shoes. you to dance. That was really the goal. I could play basketball, but I couldn't I do moves. Mm. So, so I sort of feebly just did a soft shoe, and then Moon walked off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Like one does in humiliation. Yeah. <laughs> um, you. How do you feel about playing these these multi band festivals? Like we have Cage the Elephant, Jimmy World, Young the Giant, a whole bunch of different bands. Do you? I like, love it. You like that? Do you hang out with other band members? I, I'm I'm one of those artists who hangs out. I don't lock myself in the dressing room for four hours doing yoga. <laughs> um, they're yeah, not doing yoga, no. by the way, the rest of them. Oh, that's what I thought. That's what they said they were no, doing. No, that's not what they're doing. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yoga's Good very expensive these days. <laughs> but you like playing them? Um, or you, you... I do, yeah. It's like a reunion. It's, I, yeah. I mean, I like, I mean, it's great to play for your own audience, but but there's something about playing on festivals. You're playing a lot of people who don't really even know your music. Do you, is it, it just, a, is know, it a feeling like where, like, I need to win them over? It's just like a new, you know, it's just different energy. It's like, um, yeah, and you have to kind of, it's like you're when you're first starting out playing the open mic night, nobody knows who you are kind of thing. But it's also the, the sort of buildup of energy of the other band's performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm inspired by that. I just toured this summer with Cage the Elephant and Spoon, and, and uh, I found it really uh, every night I would go watch their show, and it, w- it was like the best how much do you change yourself on stage, your your stage presence, what you do, um, how you act, how you dance, how you sing? Um, you wouldn't want to hang out with me if I was permanently in stage mode. <laughs> no, but I'm saying has your stage mode changed oh, after over seeing the years. other bands? Oh, or oh even... yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, you know, touring with someone like Kate, the, you know, Cage, there's so much energy. And I think that's... You know, that's kind of the approach I've taken a lot, you know, over the years, just trying to put as much energy into it. Well, especially, I'm sure, with this new yeah. music, too. Yeah, I feel like, you know, my inspirations were all, you know, as performers, you know, James Brown or Nick Cave or Iggy Pop, mm-hmm. the the bands that kind of really brought it. Yeah. You know, that was always the thing that got me going. There are a few tickets available for uh, night number one at Ticketmaster.com if you'd like to go. We're going to take a quick break. He's going Becca's- to do, do Bat Dance. Beck is here. Night one. Is there a dance? Is there a two bat, bat dance? dance? No, I yeah. don't think. So. I don't think. By the way, can I say I was at the Bat Cave last night? What? Yeah. What? What do you mean? You guys, you don't know about the Bat Cave? No. no. Up in Griffith Park. Oh, oh, where they uh, where they shot the TV show? Yeah. What were you doing? Just hanging out? I was doing the Bat Dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, come to night one. He'll if do you want to find me, I'm up there doing the Bat <laughs> yeah, Dance. He just lives there now. every Beck Tuesday here. night. He has a new album that comes out this Friday. It's called uh, Hyperspace. Yes. And we'll take a quick break and we'll come right back yeah. on the world famous K Rock. It's Kevin and Bean. K Rock Q. It is Beck on the world famous K Rock, who of course is playing night number one of the K Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Also, the new album drops Friday. It's called Hyperspace. Yeah. How do you uh, say that in Japanese? Hyperspace. That's, He's that's be technically doing, the Japanese. You're gonna do the whole version. media tour with just the phone answering <laughs> <No>. that question. <laughs> all my all my answers, yeah. Um, my phone. Supposedly the title of it came from a video game when you were younger. We looked, yeah, for was, that and we couldn't find it. 
I was thinking of, um, remember that game Asteroids? Asteroids. Yeah, it's Asteroids. I knew it. Because you can press Asteroids. like a, a Super Space button. Yeah, it was like, what was that button where you disappear? That's and what I, it was. It was. And yeah, I looked it up yeah. and it was called Hyperspace. And, and you like, just would appear anywhere and you had no idea where it was going to be. I mean, that's my album title right there. Great. <laughs> <laughs> because why? I don't know. I feel like there's times in life where you just want to hit that button, you know, and for me, music is that kind of thing you know especially living in LA you get in your car you put on that music and you go somewhere else and isn't that we take it for granted but isn't that a it's it's a crazy thing that music does yeah, you know that it can alter our, our state of mind where we are you know I was just playing some Bob Dylan in the car and I don't know where I was you know I was in a whole other not here I can world. tell you that definitely not here <laughs> <laughs> circling the block just trying to get the whole record blasting yeah. it was I mean it is cool I mean I, as a big Pharrell fan myself like mm. hearing that you were going to be doing almost I think yeah. it's almost half the record with him or a little more than half mm-hmm. I expected there to be a Pharrell I mean not like drop it like it's hot or something no but, but a feel a Pharrell but a feel, feel to it but in real life I think he brought the game to you more than you brought the game to I him th- I thought that was going to happen as well. Yeah. I was hoping for that, actually. <laughs> um, he let you down. <laughs> I would love just a nose flute and a kick drum. Sure. And just, you know, I just think, his, you know, so many of those songs he does are brilliant. Yeah. Um, and you've wanted to work with him for yeah, a long time? Uh, 20 years. Really? Yeah. How yeah. did it happen that you got so, together? Was it your last tour? So I would say, you know, the Midnight Vultures record, um, which was a head scratcher for some. I was listening to a lot of Pharrell and Timbaland. Sure. And Aphex Twin. Uh-huh. And then a little bit of James Brown and Prince. And that was kind of the cocktail for like what that record was. I like so, that you call certain records head scratchers for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the time it was. Yeah. I remember being told told that much. Yeah. Well, it did have more of a hip-hop influence. Yeah, thought, R&B, yeah. kind yeah. of weird, funk, experimental. I don't know what it was. But yeah, he was definitely somebody I was listening to and wanted to work with and, and I kept, what I kept was your... saying at the time next record I'm going to do with the Neptunes Pharrell yeah and what was it like what was your experience like with him um, it was great hey I dude mean... you're not doing anything <laughs> <laughs> he he is really um, just a force of nature and and energy life force like very unusual um, and uh, I don't know he, he just it's you feel you feel like you're in the nexus in the center of pop music, popular culture. Not pop music, but like music that people listen to. You sure. know, like he's got like whatever rapper and and then Solange and then um Rihanna, whoever, like Miley Cyrus. Oh, and then and then he's also working with kinda of like indie bands and everybody sort of everybody goes through his door he's like the grand central station of music and what did he do with you because your album came out very much you yeah well it was a collaboration i mean we we sat and made a lot of these songs together you know like saw lightning i was playing slide guitar and he recorded it and threw a beat and then i started playing piano and then he had a bass line and then he started saying and then I started going, there was a day I saw lightning. And then, <laughs> and that's just, you know, for me, I, I'm, I've am i been a solo artist pretty, you know, I am a solo artist. Yeah, but, you, I mean, so your, whole, I, your whole career. But I, this does have more guests w- than ever. I mean, this yeah. is the most collaborative you've been. Because I, I always wanted to be in a band, mm-hmm. you know, and people who are in bands want to be solo artists. So, you know, that's the nature of it. So getting to work with him, it feels like, you know, that that sort of ideal of a songwriter 
partnership, songwriting partnership, sure. all the great ones. You know, we're talking to so. Beck on the world famous K Rock. The album is called Hyperspace. It's out this, this Friday. Friday, and it's so yeah. great. It's man. so great, it's really good. Thank you so and much. And it really does run the spectrum of if you're a Beck fan of all the records, it touches on almost every genre he's touched on. Hyperspace. Thank you. Hyperspace. Right? Spesu. Spesu. I have a feeling Kevin's not going to nail it. I don't think it. I'm going to get it. No, no. Kevin has enough problem with English. Let's not throw another one in okay. there. Tell me about right. working with Chris Martin. Chris is, you know, he's an old friend of mine as well. And um, I just, I was doing this song called Stratosphere and I kept hearing his voice on it. Really? It's just like in the, your head. You like, just like, like the song just was, the chorus comes in and it sort of soars up and it was just like, ah, I can't quite break through that next level. Your vocal into or? the stratosphere, so to speak, mm-hmm. and it needed his voice to kind of take it. He's he's the master of like let's levitate the song up into the heavens. That's and you called him and just said, "I have a song. I need you." I I definitely bugged him. Yeah, <laughs> you repeatedly. Him. Yes, but uh, you know we've we've played together live before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we I met him in two thousand probably. Um, he came up to me at a festival in Scotland and challenged me and my bass player to a game of badminton. I was um, not expecting that. Him and his <laughs> him and his guitar player. Badminton. Very um sweet gentleman and um I think we beat them. Nice. Although I think they would pretty much beat us now. Doesn't matter. You think they've not gotten better? Now. You're not playing now. Yeah, you, I you think... take, you just win one and then walk away. That's easy. Don't uh, ever don't retire ever face from, him again. Yeah. Retire from badminton. Please. I, I've retired. Okay. Yeah. When it's Michael official. Jordan came back to the Wizards, things you were a nightmare. <laughs> Stay on the Bulls, Beck. <laughs> don't come back. There's no need. Well, uh, we've heard the new album, and yeah, we love the new great. album. Thank you so much. And we're so happy to have you back. Yeah. We're so happy to have you on the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas. Excited to and be back. Yeah. album Hyperspace comes out this Friday. This Friday. Mm-hmm. New Beck. Thank you, sir, for stopping by. We appreciate it. Great for having me. Thanks. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Well, you guys promise that you'll enter this with an open mind. Jensen's the dick. But first, our feature, Jensen is the dick. Well, that's technically not the name of it. Who's the dick? Thank you. Jensen. No, at least pretend like I have an untainted jury, please. What? Okay. Taint. All I heard was taint. The new hot name, taint. Uh, Okay. All right. This is very simple. I, I okay. ran into some issues with a neighbor, okay. and I need to know who's in the wrong. All right. Oh, my God. Kevin's ears perked up. I am walking my dog, as I do every night and, okay. and in the morning, and so I'm walking him, and uh, he takes a poop. Okay. All right? Very easy. This is it seems simple. You, so think, far, so good. I think you, you, you might predict where this is going, right? Was uh, it on your neighbor's lawn? Yeah, on my neighbor's lawn. Okay. okay. So I carry, as always, the little uh, attachment of bags. Uh-huh. Open up the bag. Pick you up the poop. You yep. don't look at it just as fertilizer? No, 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 no. I, that, then, Kevin. Then we would know who the dick is very easily. Kevin. I it pick, was fertilizer. No, 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 no. Okay, pick up no, the poop. Pick up the poop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now in the bag. I'm walking back. And I would say there's about 15 houses in between uh, this now tainted lawn uh-huh. and my house. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking and on my way oh, no. to my I house, I know what you're going to say. I see a trash you're can. You're a dick. You're a no, dick. No, hold on. And I will tell you why. Hold on. So I see a trash can, and I think to myself, I could easily wait another 10 houses, but the trash can's outside, and it's getting picked up in a day. So I open up the lid and throw the poop. And by the way, the bag is tied twice. Mm-hmm. It's knotted. Twice? Twice. I never even do it once anymore. Now like I Plus, I will that it shut. In a bow, right. It's, okay. it's basically knotted. I opened up his trash can, okay. throw it out, and the dude out loud yells, Don't use my trash cans! Okay. And I was like... It's 
it's I okay. I didn't really know what to say. Mm-hmm. But then he was like, you can't just throw your poop in any trash can. I was like, well, doesn't seem like a big deal. But all right, man, if you don't want me throwing out your poop. And uh, and then I, I, I went back home. And then wait, the next did you day, take it back out? No, I, I, I left it in there. And then the next day I again used his trash can. But you did that on purpose. Well, yeah. Now I'm never not using his trash can. Here's okay. the thing. Yeah. Uh, because I have people that throw their dog poop in our trash can. Can I? Can we at least when address? It's is it empty, is it knotted? Is it knotted? This is before or after they've already come to take out the trash, and I'll get home right. and I'm about to bring my trash back, and I'll be like, "Wait, this already has stuff in it. It is now hot poo in our trash can mm-hmm. for a week." But it's a trash can. It's still hot poo, and it's not what my dog. Are you bringing hot poo. it back in the it's house? Your, yes, I bring it in the house. <laughs> the whole, the yes, whole can. The whole can. <laughs> Just close it. Just close the lid. Still smells. Every time I go and bring any trash down, I open it and I'm like, "Oh, there's hot poo from five doors down." All right, let yeah, me ask you a question. You're now hot poo guy. No, was not what I was. Am. The trash can full at that time? Yes. So but, it hadn't but, been emptied yet. But I, like I would like was... to address that. I will not care from now on. Now I will put it in when there's nothing in it. So I I haven't <sighs> done that yet. I've done it only on a day before pickup and a day of pickup. So it's been immediately taken out. But right. I will leave it there for five days. Absolutely. Now I'm now I'm committed. I'm pot. I, my, so yeah, now you are a yeah. future dick. Well, you understand. I'd that. like to first address the doing original it act. Correct. Not a big deal if trash is going to be picked up. So it not is, a dick. It is a it, it's contingent on contingent on when I mm-hmm. drop it in. Okay, absolutely. Now, at some point, did that person say, "Stop using my trash can"? He did. Uh, no, uh, he did the after the first time. Okay, and then I said, "Sure." I Every didn't... time after that, it, by the fact the way you didn't even take it out when he said that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I right? don't think he has. Yeah. I just don't think he has the power. To be honest, I don't think he has the power to tell me not to use his trash can. It's his, it's trash, his trash can. can. Is it though? Yeah. No, because the city could pick it up at any time. It's the city's property. It's not his oh, property. My God. It's not his property. It's the city's property. Just we should we should state that fact now. But I mean, okay, they then. are our trash cans. Okay, if that if that's your thought, well, it's the truth. It's the city's property. Yes. I'm going to take all your trash cans and I'm going to move them to my house. And now they're they're my trash cans, but really they're the city's. But how would that connect? That that no, I, she's using I an example. It. I have rented it from the city. It's the city's item. If it's you've still taken the my, city's. I'm if you've taken my rental, you, if you've taken my rental, I need to go get back my rental. You're not renting it though. Oh, it's I, the city. I, I, she city. took the I'm, cities. She yeah, didn't exactly. take yours. She took the cities. Exactly. Does it have dog poo in it? Not yours, because you're a dick and you're <laughs> dropping it in every house but yours. <laughs> I still am weirded out that I think you live in your trash can. How do you smell it so much? What are you, Oscar the Grouch? A little bit. Okay. I don't think I'm the dick. I think that in real life, I think he's the dick. Who cares, man? It's our trash cans. We don't ca- I mean, it's like... It's- you don't care because it's not in your trash can. No, it's like the Watchmen. It's like, who watches the Watchmen? It, 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 who cares? What? what? Listen. What who cares? I'm not positive. Can soap always be clean? These are questions I ask. <laughs> Do you have to clean soap? Are These you are just stroking no, out right no. now? What I'm this sa- is just obfuscation. Is this that the is, right word? No, you're just I, trying to. You're just trying to. I'm filibustering. Yeah, this here's, is ridiculous. Here's what I'm saying. I, Who watches what? I think we don't need. We don't need anyone to to clean the trash. The trash should be trashed no matter what it is. Just allow my trash in your can, and it will get then thrown out. Okay, I think you are squid. That's so again, Watchmen you're reference. Fil- you're filibustering. Wow. Wait, did you did you vote? Back did you that? vote? I did. Okay, Kevin. Well, I mean, I voted on the original. You put it in his trash yeah. can. Right. Not it. Now, dick. once he says, "Don't put it in my trash can," Jensen's the dick. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll Allie. Be- 
Uh, I think if they're about to come and pick up the trash, fine. However, now that you don't think trash cans belong to anyone (laughs) unless it belongs to you because you totally changed halfway through, I say all of this is null and void. You're a huge dick. Jensen is a huge dick. I'd like that isolated, please. Just the, we'll take out a couple words. Oh, we'll do it again. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about that. No worries. Jensen's a dick, dick, dick. Jensen's a dick, dick, dick. Jensen's a dick, dick, dick. Jensen's a big giant dick. Jensen's a dick, dick, dick. Jensen's a dick. All right, wait. We have one phone call. Yeah. Let's make it to Bob in Woodland Hills. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Bob. How you doing? Do you Good. hear me? Yeah, we can yeah, hear, we can hear you. you there. All right. You, you want to weigh in right, on this? There's something you need to know. Okay. Besides the moral issue, there is a legal issue in that when your trash is at your curbside, it is considered public property. Oh. Just like any other public domain thing. So legally, yes, you can throw any garbage in there you want as long as it's about over. All right, but if the guy, if the owner says, please Doesn't don't matter. use my ca- trash can, I'm not asking That's you. The moral issue. Bob, are That's you are you a trash can lawyer? Like, how do you have this info? <laughs> That's what I do for a living. There he goes. You're trash a trash can, can lawyer. lawyer? <laughs> yeah. No, but you're awesome. all trash can lawyers, aren't they? When I was when I was growing up, a news guy from one of the local stations where I grew up grabbed trash of his competitors mm-hmm. and brought it out on the air to pick through it and see what they use and so forth. Oh my. And there was a big stink about it, pardon the pun. The pun. And, <laughs> yep. and, uh, and it turns out that, yeah, legally you could do that. Once trash is at curbside, you can do with it whatever Okay, but then when the owner says don't do it, then what? Dick or no dick? Well, then you're a dick moral. Dick! No, dick. Yeah. not legally. Yeah. Yeah. Not legally. Dick. Bob is right. Dick! Dick! Jensen, you're a big dick! It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie's here with What's Happening. Kevin, uh, when I first saw this story, I thought, who is the audience for this? And then I remembered... Is there a friend reunion? Nope. Then I remembered I work with a guy named Kevin. Mm. Kevin is the audience for this. Okay. I don't feel like you're saying that uh, as a positive. Here's how it's being described by one... Rob Gronkowski. Okay. You, of course, know him. Yes. Used to be on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. True meathead. Huge party guy. Super mm-hmm. dumb. Frat Loves guy. himself some partying. Really dumb. Yeah, we had him on, on uh, Drop the Mic, and uh, he was the dumbest person we ever worked with. Excellent. <laughs> Great to hear. <laughs> I can say that now. He is uh, doing an event. Okay. Described as this. We are going for the championship of partying with my very own music festival during Big Game Weekend in Miami. <laughs> Big game weekend is code for Super Bowl yes. because you're not allowed to say Super Bowl if you're promoting it around. Blah, 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 right. blah. Mm-hmm. It's called Gronk Beach. Get ready to dance on the beach with A-list performers like Diplo, Cascade, Rick Ross, all my friends and family, beach performers, and oh yeah, all the food and drinks you can handle. You guys. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Gronk Beach. He's holding a lifeguard buoy. He's wearing a lei, and he's pointing at you because he's Gronk. Well, sounds like we're sending a beer mug. Beer mug? Have you met Kevin? What's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Saturday, February 1st from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Look, I know Miami is warmer than most places, Uh but uh, it is February 1st. It will be cold. It certainly could be. Yeah, but it's Gronk Beach. Right? I mean... I mean, it's for me. That's what you're saying. I'm saying it's for you. Someone's going to die there. This is the fire fest for football. 
This is not a good idea. Gronk running anything is a bad idea. Here's the thing. Um, do you want the all-inclusive ticket? Um, well, that's gonna, what, it's going to give you access to Gronk Beach from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Okay. Six-hour open bar. Okay. All right. <laughs> Get a lot done there. Don't need that much. Unlimited mm. bites, including um, STK Steakhouse, the Salty Donut, some ice cream, fruit smoothies, and more. Okay. <laughs> also, beachfront attractions and games. There are four tiers to okay. the all-inclusive So how tickets. much is the, the highest one? $499. Wow. Okay, that's a lot of money. Wow. I mean, sure, it's just for a six-hour event. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to go with that. Those no. are just all-inclusive tickets. You want the VIP oh, all-inclusive yeah. tickets? Oh, hell yeah. hell yeah. What? If I'm going to go, I'm going to go VIP. You're going to get all of that, plus you're going to get VIP-only upscale restrooms. Oh, well, now, I, as wow. you know, I cannot poo in public, so uh, I, would, I would have to be this. Top tier of this. Worth it for the poo. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to get the Win Nightlife VIP bottle service table? Obviously, Allie, yes. Well, obviously, do you want to get the party like a Gronk star? Uh, wait, that's another one. That's a, wait, that's both... a package available. Okay. That's, so, that's thirty grand. So, I'm sorry. Thirty grand. Um, if what? you want to get just like the tiki touchdown table, that's seventy five hundred. Why are there so many options? <laughs> the shake, too many options. The shake your tight end table, oh. ten grand. Wine dine sixty. Dot 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 table. Oh, oh come wrong. on. Fifteen thousand. God, I love him so much. From what a mess. Day forward, mm-hmm. we gonna stop that right now. Meet and greet, five hundred bucks. Right. Also, group and corporate sales. So, K Rock can go as a team. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Just go to gronkbeach.com. I think Cat Corbett would like that. Oh my God, Cat would love it. She would this love is this. So up her alley. Um. Okay. Now. Yeah. Hi, this is David Hasselhoff. Uh-huh. Oh, Listen, right. um, yeah. I wanted to figure out how to get mm-hmm. tickets if I get down there. How can okay. you get tickets? Yeah, just go to gronkbeach.com. You can register for tickets right now. Hmm. Yeah, but where do I? Where, where can I get them? I, I mean, they're like, just told you. where just is, yeah. is there? Just, said, uh-huh. just told you. Yeah, gronkbeach.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. If you want to do that, you guys, there you have it. Can I come to your radio station we, tonight and pick up something, or can I just I mean, go down there? No. You can pick up something. Yeah, you can pick up right. something. We don't know what it's going to be, Stickers. but we're not actually putting on uh, Gronk Beach. Right. This That's is, uh, just that's Gronk. Rob Gronkowski. Gronk. Mm-hmm. And hopefully so. he's not in charge of it. because. Right. Uh, is there a package that gives you HPV? Just straight, <laughs> wow. instead, of having to do, instead of having to go for the just whole Just stay home and get that? Right. <laughs> Yeah, and um, do you think there's rooms at the Marriott available? Do you um, know? I don't even know. If there's I don't even there. know in Miami. You'd have well, yeah, to check that out. This is like sponsored by Wynn, so I bet that. they they don't really want to talk about the Marriott. Major fan uh, of K Rock. Awesome. I love to you know, cool. introduce the Red Hot Chili. They're pepper. not playing. not, right, not, not going to be there. Just like Cascade Dip- and Diplo, Diplo. And not playing. Rick Ross, other dudes. Sorry. Good times. How guys. far uh-huh. is 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 the the the, uh, mm-hmm. the festival from? Uh, the Marriott Palm Desert. Again, no, again. oh, from Palm Desert. About, well, that oh, is three thousand. It's, about, it's yeah. almost four thousand yeah. miles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's going <laughs> to be quite the commute. Start driving now. Yeah. Wow. We done? No. One more? Yeah. And wh- and when do get the, the the stuff really get going? In the afternoon? I mean, it well, starts at one, one, but it's an open bar, so I would say get there at one. Mm-hmm. Really, really start going. You know, the, you know, the Hoff loves to rock. Oh my yes, God, yes, we yes, do. Yes, yes. We do know that. Yes, we do know Good that about times, him. everybody. We do. Woo! Some birthdays for you guys. 
Adam Driver, Jodie Foster, Allison Janney, Larry King, Meg Ryan, Matt Sorum, and that's what's happening. All right, we have tickets for the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas, night number one. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to call right now, 1-800-520-1067. We're going to play a game next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. We have tickets for the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas, night one. And we are playing a game called Beer Mug Make Music With Your Mouth. All right, it's time to get sexy here on Kevin and Bean. Beer Mug is going to make music with his mouth. Beer Mug, make music with your mouth. Beer Mug, make music with your mouth. Ding dong, ding da doo. Beer mug, make music with your mouth. Okay. Make music. We get it. With your mouth. Beer mug. I mean, make music with your mouth. Okay. No, we definitely get it. All right. Yeah. Right. He hasn't changed the message. Make music with your right. mouth. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. We're out wow. of time. Thanks for calling, people. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Beerbug is going to not sing, but he's going to make music with his mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a band from night number one. Yes. And you have to tell us the artist and the song title. Oh. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. okay. All right. It's a difficult right. game. Here we go. Our, our resident, our resident Michael Winslow. Uh, the first one up is uh, Adam in Simi Valley. Good morning, Adam. Hey, good morning, party people. All right, are you ready for Beer Mug to make music with his mouth? I guess. All yeah, right, Adam. That's the right answer. <laughs> nice. All right, listen up. Here we go. Oh, boy. That's painful. Uh, Beck Loser? Mm. Sorry, that was no. uh, Catfish in the Bottleman. Mm. Was it? <laughs> was it indeed? Good question. All right. Let's uh, let's try Nikki in Carson. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning. All right. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Here we go, yeah. Nikki. Don't be bad like the last guy. No, that, I'm sorry. Singing a lot about his mom. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. Oh, it's Angels and Airwaves. Yes. Song. Um, Rebel Girl. Yes! Beer Mark. Make music with your mouth. You got one right. Mm-hmm. This is a miracle. All right, let's go to Sarah and Yorba Linda. Good morning. Good morning. Are you ready to play? I am hoping to be ready, yes. All right. Good, good <laughs> All luck. All we can ask. Here we go, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest, Muggs is dancing while doing it. It's also funny because he practiced this for like two hours. Yes. All right. Can you identify oh. that? Oh, God. I 
I totally fail. I have no idea. I'm, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm looking at it, and I don't believe it. No. <laughs> you have a guess? We need a guess. No, she uh, uh, okay. uh, I'll go with the first guy. Beck Loser. Nope. No. Sorry. That, that was Cold War Kids. Somehow. Mm. I didn't get Somehow. that from that. All right, let's go to Ralph in Garden Grove. Good morning. Good morning. Are you ready, Ralph? I guess. Good, yeah. Good luck. Did you get the last one, Ralph? No, I've yeah. gotten uh, the, no, the second no one. one. Right, no, no one, one did, got dogs. the last no one. No one did. Right. Well, it wasn't the singer. I'll tell you that. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Ralph, can you do the impossible? Yes, the elephant. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so- song title? Ready to, ready to, ready to let go? Nope. Oh. Sorry, that shake me down. They're, I mean, uh, they're one of my favorite bands, and I was still confused. There's no <laughs> way. There's no way. No. Let's go to Steven in Chino Hills. Good morning, Steven. Hey, good morning. How you been doing on hold? Oh, man. Uh, I don't even understand, you know, any of the songs yeah. he's even trying Agreed. to yeah. do. No, no, no. That yeah. means you're, no, you're, you're not alone. normal. We're, we're with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you guys okay. ever heard any of the songs? They sound exactly like them. Oh, we've definitely heard the songs. We work oh, at K-Rock. Yeah. Uh, Angels and Airwaves did sound like Angels and Airwaves. Uh, that was Tiny it. bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead, Buck. All right, this is going to sound like the band. Here we go. Oh. oh god he wants to say oh god oh, it's still going okay okay all right good all right, okay, all right. steven Okay, it definitely is a Jimmy Eat World song. Yes, yes. correct. Yes. Um, maybe. Uh, hear you, me? Nope. I'm sorry. <laughs> How do you get the band and not the song? It's a praise yeah, I don't chorus. know that I would be praise yelling chorus at him. was the song. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Karen in Los Angeles. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Oh, my God. Make it easy on me, babe. So far, we only have one person who's gotten it right, Mm -hmm. and Beer Mug, who's gotten all the rest wrong. Go easy on me, Beer Mug. All right, Karen. If you don't get this, just go ahead and end your life, all right? Wow, Jesus. Come on. Come on, Take it easy. All right. God. Unbelievable you got that. Great job. Make music with your mouth. All right. Do we want to do another one or no? I mean, do we care about our ears? Up to you. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Let's do one more. Let's make it Owen uh, in Redlands. Good morning, Owen. Good morning. All right. Owen, it says you're a studio musician, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry too. For the record, I did get first by Cold War Kids. Thank so. you. Oh, All right. All right. Here we go. You're All good right. at your job. All right. Here we go. Here go. Good luck. 
Sorry, what's your guess? That's Cough Syrup by Young Magellan. Yes, yes it is. Bitch. Wow. Music beer mark. Make music with your mouth. All right, we got three winners. Mm-hmm. How about that? Let's do a drawing. See so who's going to be at night one of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Cuz Christmas. The winner is Nikki. Yeah. Nikki. <laughs> Congrats, Nikki. Thank you, guys. We will see you on Saturday night, December 7th. Thanks for playing the game. Beer Mark. Make music with your mouth. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I don't know if you saw this story about the uh, wedding where the bride and groom stopped in the middle of it. Uh-huh. So they could update their Facebook relationship status. Mm, That's like their I do almost. Yes. Now it's time for us to change our status. They both took out their phones. Oh, Oh, boy. They updated their status. Uh, Nope. They put the phones back away and they finished the ceremony. Isn't that cute? I am nothing without my following. Maybe let's stop doing that. I don't think we need that. uh, Yeah, there is a terrible dystopian future where it's in the vow. Now take out your phones and oh, no. change no, the status. No. I mean, no. it could happen. But no. I don't you think like it, it felt like a lot of people were pointing this out as a totally yeah. a negative. Don't do that. Oh, I don't, hope so. Yeah. Don't do this. I, yeah. But I, I, as someone who uh, planned a wedding last year, there are so many potholes that you could fall into. Like we had Eliza Schlesinger on uh, yesterday, and she mm-hmm. was talking about certain things from you know her wedding planning that she avoided, like the garter and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. I was surprised to hear that she did a choreographed dance. Same. Yeah. Because yeah. that's like that's pretty much top of the list for things I don't want to do. And guess who was asked to do that? Who? Me. Whoa. At a, at a destination wedding. Well, number so one, start with just destination. You're already shelling already out yeah. all that money. Mm-hmm. This was a very good friend of mine, so I was happy to do it. And by happy to do it, F you. We live in Southern <laughs> right. California. Let's have it here. Right. So she put on the invite for the bridesmaids going to need you guys here a few days earlier than everyone else to learn the dance. Oh, come on. So I wrote back in a group text. I'm like, funniest thing you could ever put on an email or on an invite. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, legit oh, need no, you seriously. here three days early. And <laughs> oh, I'm like, my God. no, 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 no. How do I talk you out of this? So three extra days no. off from work in a hotel mm-hmm. to learn a dance. 
What Guys? was the what was the song? You mind? Uh, you remember? Ba- baby got back. Oh no! I can't. I can't. That and if she's listening right now, she's like, "Please stop telling the story." Because even she, I think, afterwards was like, "Why did I do that?" Just yeah. give us her first name. No, hmm? her she name? knows who she is. <laughs> Wait, okay. She so, knows who how she long is. is the dance? Is it like the full song? It, no, it was about forty-five seconds. And you had to be there for three days. We started it, and then the groomsmen come in, and mm. then they join, and then that's when the couple came down the. It was major butt centric dance moves. Oh yeah, no. And we were supposed. I can't. Like, no, lift up sp- your dress a little well, bit so you can actually see, like, booty. yeah. No, <laughs> there was this? actually, like, would you, anyone be comfortable wearing bloomers? So, no. like, if they said something on the bloomers, I'm like, I don't know what's happening Was this right wedding now. in a strip club? Yeah. <laughs> I wish it Were was. they making it rain? A local one? Is that the most insane thing you've ever heard? Yes. Would any of you be willing to no. wear bloomers no. with writing on it? No. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I wouldn't even take in the idea that maybe I'll learn a dance for your wife. I didn't even want no. to do that with my my wife no my wife i didn't even want to do it to where we learned a dance or yeah. anything we didn't even have people speak at the wedding but does she have an la face with an oakland booty no okay. listen that was <laughs> for you and does. your group that yeah that was for you thing. and your group jensen's wedding oh, was t- in total 17 seconds it, it was, was really quick we That's did like a couple words want. walked out uh-huh. yeah that That's was what it. you want no one wants to see that stuff they just want no. to drink and, and dance they want to drink yeah they want good food and yeah. even if there's not great food Make up for it with the drinks. Yes. And they want to hear good music. That's it. That's it. And also, let them dance if they want. Don't force everyone oh, no. to, oh, come no. on, everybody, get on no. the dance floor. No one wants Go that. Go straight to hell. Yeah. Muggs, you've done that before, right? You've had to try to convince people to dance as a wedding MC. <clears throat> Uh, no, as a as a bar mitzvah MC. Oh, even better. Oh, yeah. And I was trying to get a, a group of kids to do the limbo. Mm-hmm. As I approached them, I go, "Hey guys, you uh, you, we're we're gonna go do the limbo inside. You guys wanna wanna come in? Your mom's gonna do the limbo inside." Was a swift <laughs> wow. response that I got. <laughs> you deserved it. I kind of love those. I kids. love that I'm not kid right lie. there. You also deserved it. So one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. If you have ridiculous things that you have you've seen, you've seen at weddings. Yeah, like what's or been the a part of weirdest, dumbest, most embarrassing thing you've seen at weddings. Like and planned out like part of their strategy on how you'll celebrate. Do you mind pulling up your dress a little bit? <laughs> so weird. Would any of you be comfortable wearing bloomers with writing on it? I was like, is this happening? <laughs> like, did, did they make you wear airbrush shirts of their faces and stuff? Like, that Honestly, stuff happens. it almost happened. I can't with this. No. I can't wait to hear. 1-800-520-1067. We'll take your calls next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. We are talking about the worst wedding you've been to mm-hmm. and exactly what happened. And we're going to start with Veronica in Los Angeles. Good morning. Hey, guys. Hey, Long-time th- listener. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, so this is more, it's not the worst wedding I've ever been to by any means. This is the most beautiful over-the-top wedding. But okay. the groom had a dream of ending the night with, with a bang, let's say. Okay. So the plan was to take... A flaming bow and arrow. Oh, oh, right. I'm in. I'm in so far. Right. I, I, right. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Are you going to do this from a horse? This is very Game of Thrones." Well, mm-hmm. wasn't from a horse, but after a lot of drinking, <laughs> he unfortunately kept missing the bullseye. What was the bullseye? And like what? It was literally, it looked like a haystack with a bullseye on it, but like a so, fancy one. But what was going to happen impressive. once he Did hit the bullseye? Did something happen if it were just everyone just celebrates? Everybody just goes, yeah, I hit the bullseye. No, 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 no. 
Oh. But when you hit the bullseye, it was supposed to cue the 10 minute fireworks show <laughs> oh, over late. Oh, no. And but he unfortunately, missed, he missed didn't how many happen, times? And the look of. He tried it three or four different times. Oh, just oh no. <laughs> also, who are you friends you with? Ten-minute fireworks shows at a wedding. Ever. Wait, who? <laughs> what, I mean, you don't have to tell me who this is, but, like, what do they do for a living that they have ten-minute fireworks shows? Um, he, uh, he does very well for a living. I'll oh, he's in the mafia. That. Okay, he's in the mafia, right? Okay. Got it, got it. Mafia. Okay, fair enough. Thank you for the call, Veronica. We appreciate that. Uh, let's go to Christina in Carlsbad. Hi. Hi, long-time listener, guys. Love you guys so much. Thank you very much. Um, anyway, yeah, so my husband and Matt and I got married 777 at the aquarium in Long Beach, and one of the things we did was a bubble wrap dance. Uh, what's what, a, so what, what is that? And so what the DJ does is he put um, bubble wrap all over the dance floor and played, you know, shout, and everyone's jumping out, and everyone's like, what the hell are we supposed to do? They all come out and start jumping and having a great time. Nope. And so a lot of people at first were like, what? What? Why would we be doing this? But at the same time, it's bubble wrap. You got to pop it. Were Everyone the, had a great time. Was anyone at the wedding over eight years old? <laughs> or was it all eight-year-olds? Because well, eight-year-olds yeah, I get. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, there were a couple kids. But, okay. I mean, we were, we were 22 when we got married. Everyone was drunk. Had a great time. All right. All right. No defense. I get yeah, it. I mean, yeah. y'all are weird. So bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Right. I'm cool with that. All right. You guys are still together? Yes. All right. I'll praise bubble yep. wrap. All right. <laughs> uh, let's go to Ray. Good morning. Morning. So we're talking Hello? we're talking yeah. about weird weddings that you went to. Uh, yeah, I was part of a wedding, and uh, they had a bouncy house and a piñata. They were trying to do a double wedding for a two-year-old also at the same time. Why were they marrying off a two-year-old? <laughs> what is going on? Wait, what? Is it Wait, it's a wedding and a two-year-old's party, or also a two-year-old getting married? No, it was a wedding and a two-year-old. I guess uh, they wanted to save money, and they wanted to hold the little kid's uh, party at the same time at oh. the wedding that, that he was marrying into, so... Ah. Oh, I thought. I'm not going to lie, though. Uh, a wedding with a bouncy house is kind of cool. No, that kind of right. works for me. And a bubble wrap dance? Oh, boy. No, that's a different lady. Oh, okay. All right. Because yep. I'm just thinking for kids now. Yeah. That is very different. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for the call, Ray. We appreciate that. Uh, let's go to Jason. Good morning, Jason. Hey, hey good morning, guys. Mm-hmm. Hi there. <laughs> so it was my own wedding, unfortunately. All right. Uh, my wife and I took communion during the ceremony, mm-hmm. and uh, she kneeled down before I did, and I kneeled down next to her, and inadvertently kneeled down uh, standing on her dress. And so when I got up, she got up, tried to get up next, and ended up tearing off the train off of her dress and part of the, the bottom of her dress around her waist. Hello. Now, no, was That's she not, like mooning you at all, or no? Uh, no, not yet. But uh, not after yet. I she wasn't standing, I put my arm under hers and then proceeded to try to pick her up and tear the dress the rest of the way. Jason <laughs> wanted to get that dress off. Of I mean, his did, wife. And then ba- Baby Got Back came on the speakers yes. and they had a choreographed dance with her bloomers. Wow! I had bubble wrap goal for the end of the day that day, and I was going to get it as soon as possible. I'm telling you. I mean, I mean, it, you couldn't. It wasn't wait. the communion, I assume. <laughs> Uh, well, that seems, I mean, did you, what did she wear for the rest of the ceremony? Uh, we got a bunch of safety pins and t- pinned it back together. It was horrendous. Giddy up. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I bet she loved that. Yeah. I bet she was really happy about that on that day. 
That's not the definition of Webster's happiness, but yeah, I was I excited about it. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> I was excited about it. All right, thank you for the call. Uh, we appreciate that. Let's go to Albert in Los Angeles. Good morning, Albert. Albert, yes, hey, how you doing? Uh, still your name. Kevin, good. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, By all the right. Way, still, still trying to get the beer mug music with your mouth same. out of my head. Yeah, same, same. same. dare you. Uh, so weddings, <laughs> what did you see? So... I've, uh, I'm in a wedding MC for 20 over 25 years, wedding MC DJ, and I've seen countless dances gone horribly wrong and all of the bride singing to the grooms going just really bad. But I always feel like whenever they bring up to me, we have this great idea where I'm going to take the garter off and we're going to pull out like all these old boxers and oh. like license plates and 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 weird like uh, items coming out. That's so wacky, no, Albert. No, it's so wacky. It's no. like a clown car. Very bad idea. It's a bad idea. Also, kind of a bad, that, I'm always bad like, message. Oh, well. Right? I mean, it's kind of a bad... Yeah, not a good to say. Hey, my wife had a license plate there. Hey, look at everything in here. (laughs) Wife's a total whore. Check this this out. Look at this junkyard. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. There's a show Mm -hmm. on the History Channel, Mm -hmm. and this is the intro. In 1983, entomologist Dr. Justin Schmidt began ranking stinging insects on a scale from one to four. He put himself in harm's way for science. Now, Adam Thorne and caveman Rob Oliva are taking Schmidt's index further. You guys really need to understand how dangerous this is. Just do it already! Ah! Oh, get him off, get him off, get him off, get him off! Adding venomous bites. Ah! Let go! And more deadly creatures. It's coming! Whoa! Him on just hit the boat! Ranking them on a 30-point <laughs> scale. Their goal not dead yet to create history's ultimate guide to pain. Oh my god! There's only one thing that'll make me feel better. I want you to join me. Let's sting you too. Matt, uh yeah. is a thing. That's not a good friend. Uh, the only way I'll feel better is if you get stung, too. Right. That's not cool. For me, Dr. Schmidt did good work. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's Let him leave be. It. Let <laughs> him be. Let's leave it. Yeah. See, I but saw we... this, and I thought, Dr. Schmidt, one through four. What a lazy F. <laughs> right? That is the worst scale ever on a scale of one to four. Screw you, Dr. Schmidt. I'm well, glad that you two exist, That's caveman. why we got the boys. We have caveman <laughs> Rob Oliva in the studio with us. Yay! Welcome. Good morning. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Uh, as a person who's been bitten by a brown recluse this year, and it took about two months to get over, and I'm I sure, still I'm have not a scar. Sure you're still, yeah, you're still kind of There's in it. There's still a scar there. Um, I couldn't imagine watching this, and then couldn't stop watching this. It oh, <laughs> freaks him out. Then he's like, "Why do we only have two screeners?" <laughs> okay, you're sick. Uh, were you uh, in the Midwest when you got bitten? No, I was here, and I was in bed. He was in the San Fernando Valley, what? which is a lot yeah. like it. Yeah. Okay, you know this. Is not and the... I, by the way, I didn't know that it was a brown recluse at first until my skin started dying. Well, of course not. They're right. not even supposed to be. They're not native here. Right. Yeah, right. I know. But I'm hearing report after report that these things are showing up. They don't yeah. know where they're supposed to be. Yeah. At first, they were like, oh, no, it's probably a desert recluse. <laughs> well, who cares what kind Doesn't of recluse Well, those don't it's, have the necrosis typically yeah. that you see with some of the brown recluse yeah. bites. His skin was dying Gross. on his neck. Gross. Like, they were cutting it off with knives. I hate to tell you. That's, with scissors. That's, that's scissors. worse than normal. It doesn't normally happen. Well, you I had did, a bad case. I, yeah, I did. I also didn't know that's what it was for about four weeks until they started 
started going, oh, wait a minute, your skin's dying, your skin's oh, dying. They ruled it out because they thought there are no brown recluse here. Well, no. how many people move to L.A. every year from the Midwest? Uh, and bring it along in got, their luggage. It's got to be oh, stupid people yeah. that move Jim, here from the Midwest. Jim, Jim from Minnesota. <laughs> he did it again. I'm a Jim. Wait, Rob, yeah. so this is something he would like to avoid in his life. Yes. He doesn't want another brown recluse. You, on the other hand, are going to these places and asking to get bit and stung. Well, just look what happened to him. Yes. This was a mystery bite. So if he had a little more knowledge from watching it, maybe he could have talked to the doctors about it. I don't know how familiar you were already, but I wasn't the more really. I just knew yeah. that skin died. I did know that, and well, my skin would turn black, and the doctor would just take scissors. Ugh. Ugh. It's yeah. gross, and I was like, "What scissors? Are you crazy?" He's like, "You won't feel it." Like pulling off dead skin. You won't. Yes. feel it. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah, it was that's terrible. He's, He's saying, saying that's a nightmare. nightmare. He's attacked okay. by hippos. Cave- <laughs> caveman said it was a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, well, well, this is what this is what scares me with, with what we're doing. Yes. we're trying to do the average spider sting and 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 let people know what the average thing that it they can expect. Seem like it's average when you're the, going out and finding it. The average brown recluse bite is a lot of pain, swelling, redness. You might get a fever. It's mm-hmm. it's painful. Yeah, but once in a while you get these insane necrotic lesions, as you know. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of that that's big danger to us. We're like, hey, we're probably going to be okay, but we're taking a big risk. And so that's that's our but biggest. But you also danger. have a doctor with you. Oh, oh come we have on. Amazing Is he a doctor? Medic. I guess. But there's only so much he can do. Yeah, he walks up and he goes, "You guys feeling all right?" And yeah. He goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "You guys breathing fine?" Yeah. Okay, I'll be over there in craft services. Yeah. He oh, doesn't I mean, hang these guys are Venom One, Venom Two from Florida, top of the line. But at the end of the day, how what can they do for Nothing. you in the field? Sometimes. A yeah. lot of times, the guy will just say, "I probably wouldn't do it." I'm like, <laughs> yeah. come on. Medical yeah, then he oh, goes back to his phone not. and plays like Snake or something. He's not even paying attention to what you're doing. Let me let me know if you guys need anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm concerned that you guys are putting too much of your life in his hands. <laughs> well, uh, there's a lot of research that goes into this. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking months and months and months. Not just admonized knowledge, but also biologists and, and medical professionals, and it gets it gets thoroughly vetted. But uh-huh. there's an element of risk that we can never get rid of. How are you even pitched this show? Here's what's crazy. He's I, I've had man, this dream for, for 10 years. I don't know <laughs> what? why. You've had I, what? I've had this dream for 10 years. I don't of know this why. Show? I got bitten by a toke gecko as an audition for a job at a reptile store. That, because but, you, that place you're, is closed you're, down now, by the way. Yeah, thank God. God. <laughs> your trade is normal. You're, you're like an animal wrangler. I'm an animal wrangler. Yes. Okay. Yeah, by the way, with things like snakes and, and, and things like that, Ab and I, neither one of us are bug guys. So now. We're encountering so many insects, so many uh, spiders, Tell us centipedes. Tell us about the We're spider. just like you. We're learning as you yeah. go. we got to call biologists, make sure we have the right ID on it. Um, you know, if it's a snake, we can t- talk about it all day. But, so this, that's Let's scary. talk about the snake for Let's a second. Let's talk about snakes. Okay. Um, which one was it? The reticulated python, uh, usually the longest snake on the planet. Okay. And this one was 16 foot long. And they get oh, bigger, but that's the biggest one we could find. 16 feet long. And that's not one that you had at your pet store. This is brand new to you, seeing no, it in person. No, dude, in the pet store, they're puppy dog tame. Right. In the wild, they are a-holes. I'm talking <laughs> And about, this one was mad. Oh, it's pit. We, we and you're the one that put your elbow, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Back then, I had a little more muscle, uh-huh. so we did we did the, the elbow. <laughs> well, the reason I lost muscle is this thing clipped my ulnar nerve. <gasps> and really? that's the type what? of stuff that we're talking about, that the dangers that we're really facing with this. And we were looking at anatomy charts. We're looking at all these things for the best place. We should have done on the leg. That, that would have been the right answer. Yes. But how do you get a snake to hit you directly on the leg? What if what if it goes over a little bit and hits the family jewels? Yeah, right, you know right. I mean? so, Wow. Um, you did sort of just offer your elbow just sort of a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's not so, you lost, fault, so, so you've lost mass because of the bite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I have surgery coming up. Yeah, oh, yeah. no. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what can they do for that? 
Um, would you want to re- release pressure that might be on the nerve right now due to uh, build up a scar tissue? What? However, any direct uh, damage to the nerve they might might not be able to fix. Wow. Uh, yeah. Go so, back so to this the is pet not play- store. This is this not is, playing don't, around. Yeah. You don't have to keep doing this. <laughs> well, we won't be doing any more snakes that large. We, okay. We'll do smaller snakes. We That wasn't something we just jumped into. We had an entire season. We worked season, up to it. We worked up to it. Mm-hmm. An entire season of successful, safe bites. Um, and we're like, you know, we'll take a risk. Adam and I right. know snakes really well. We knew the risk involved. We've been bitten by, by pythons a lot. Uh, in our in sure. our own lives, sure, of course, we all in have. Our own lives. have. But, but <laughs> on that's Tuesday. why I don't want people doing this at home. If you see yeah. this, like, look, we're professional animal handlers. We did stuff the opposite of what we normally do yeah. in our professional yeah. lives. It's mm-hmm. funny to me and you would even have price. to say yeah. that. Don't do it at home. He has yeah, to. You, there's some. There's someone listening right now. I promise you. Buddy. Oh yeah. Oh, I agree. But I'm just saying it's crazy okay. that you have to say that. Yeah. I have to ask a dumb question. <laughs> yeah. So in when I'm watching it, they're talking about the venom and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was always under the impression that if you're bit and venom gets into your system, there's not a way out. Like. Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, mostly we do defensive venoms, not not a predatory venom like you get, say, with the rattlesnake, which mm-hmm. it does use to defend itself, but also starts to break down the tissue or has strong neurotoxins that can actually kill you. We're doing defensive venoms that are designed to cause pain and not damage. Oh. Most of the time. <laughs> oh, man. A few of the animals that, we, that we've done, like the toe biter, which is this nasty water beetle. That, okay, like, hold on. We, listen, oh, we need to take a break. Yeah. That was Kevin's nickname with college. <laughs> the toe biter. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take oh. a break, and we will come right back on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. The man holds dangerous, deadly snakes, but couldn't get his headphones back on, and that made me it happy. It was a real journey, what I just watched here with Made Rob me feel like we were on the same, same level for a second. <laughs> he is uh, in studio to talk about this show, Kings of Pain. Mm-hmm. And when we left, you were talking about a toe biter. A beetle. A beetle that bites your toes. This is something you can find pretty much all over the world. First of all, we're not looking for them. No. But they might be looking for you. Oh, okay. Uh (laughs) That sounded like a threat. (laughs) Uh, These things are an aquatic beetle. They're like water bugs, but Mm -hmm. they get get huge. And what's scary about them is their venom seems to be targeted for maybe not in other invertebrates, but things like baby snakes, eating fish. And so if it it targets things like that, we're also vertebrates. So it's actually quite, it's insanely painful. Well, the show is Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. on History. We got a sneak peek of tonight's show. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I'm giving much away, but there is, I believe, a scorpion that bites you and bites Adam. But it bites Adam first and it bites his arm. And then for you, it doesn't bite your arm because you said you have something called what? They called me rhino skin. <laughs> it, it's, so it's too thick to penetrate? It, it was an issue the entire season. Just <gasps> really? thick arm skin. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm so manly. Why did you, I, I don't know. I'm so manly. Why did you just fake it? You just go, oh, that's Yeah, that's so what I'd be like, oh, it's the worst. Oh, I know. oh I'm going to go to my trailer. I, I couldn't do that to Adam, though. Adam's such a good dude. If he's sitting there in pain, I got to I gotta join him. I listen. Dumb idea. I, <laughs> that summarizes the entire thing. I grew up in Phoenix where there are scorpions, but yeah. not the kind of scorpion that you guys found. No, this this, this was is a, crazy. A tree creeper scorpion, or they, they call it bark scorpion uh, in Africa, not to be confused with our, our bark scorpions. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we did something we've never done before because there's months of research going into all these spites and stings. We decided to do a second scorpion. Yeah. 
and, and if, uh, we ran it past a couple of biologists, uh, past the doctor, and he okayed it. We can I just ask why? What? Why did you have? Because you're back trying to fill this book, one. man. You're trying to make sure that everything gets hit, right? When's the, when's the next time we get to go to Africa? Right. Like, exactly. We want to just get as many species as possible. And other guys well, have done you repeated that one. No, you did it with the second one. No, you know, no, like, new, no. A, it went up in in. He, in they basically ran stingus. into a new scorpion. Yeah. And they were like, let's yeah. do this too. Interesting. But yeah. even the medic was like, guys, I don't think this many bites in this short allotted amount of time is smart. And not only that, he was concerned... We're doing this long term, like 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 he just said. We want to do as many species as possible. The more you get exposed to to venoms, the more likely you are to be allergic. And think about a bee allergy; it kills people. Every, yes. a lot of people. And yeah. It might as well be a black mamba if you're allergic to it, because yeah. it will kill you five minutes. And you don't know you're allergic to it no. until it happens. Yeah. And the way you get allergic is is through exposure. And Ugh. we're getting exposed. You're getting exposed, a lot of yeah. exposure in this. But so- I don't think we're predisposed to allergies. Uh, that doesn't mean we're not going to. Uh, get them get eventually. Yeah. Yeah. What if them? they're getting stung by all of these insane things and then they're like, ooh, got to take today off. I got hay fever. <laughs> like, I, I got a mosquito. I might what die. <laughs> and that is the biggest killer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us what else What else uh, you got attacked by. Yeah, we, we've got everything from the obvious, like uh, big snakes, a lot of stinging insects. Uh, we did the piranha just because it's such a legend. Yeah, everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. yeah, everyone knows piranha. Uh, you grow up with those cartoons where the guy goes in the water and then comes back out. Sure. He's just a skeleton. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess my I guess my thought is, I felt watching it. Mm-hmm. The things that I'd be most afraid of are the things I I'm not planning for. Like yes. those seem the scariest. Like not the scorpion I'm looking for, but the things I find on the way. Yeah, is that wildlife you... attacks. Oh yeah, was like the most common thing that was freaking you guys out, right? Like a hippo attacked your boat. Yes, yes. Oh, the hippo. Well, first off, oh, we're so hippo. distracted looking for the animals that we want. <laughs> right. We're not paying the normal attention that we we went out in the field. Right. But and, wait uh, a minute. Hold on. So you're paying attention to something, but you don't see a f- effing hippo. Oh, we saw the hippo. Oh, but you did. The hippo okay. saw us, and it's too late at that point. <laughs> yeah. Too late. Yeah. Too late. It, all the animals that we encountered that we did bison stings, we had to make them do it. They were so reluctant to bite and defend right. themselves. They just wanted to get away. Mm-hmm. Hippos, no. Those things come after you. We were on this river, and uh, Adam was driving. He had about 30 minutes of practice driving this boat before we started looking for uh, monitor lizards. So we're on this boat. He's like, I think I got it. It's a little Same. bit touchy on uh-huh. this boat. We uh, stopped and caught a baby little crocodile, put it back. We started to pull away, and boom. I'm like, dude, you just hit a submerged log. And then the boat kind of moved a little bit. I'm like, dude, you hit a crocodile, dude. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. And then I look back at him, and we're filming. It's a TV show. So he has kind of lights in his face, so he can't really see (laughs) see that well. And I just look behind him, and his steering wheel is at the back of the boat where he's standing up. And I see this massive head pop up right. (gasps) I'm talking two feet behind him. Oh, my God. I just screamed, hippo. And he just punches the gas. But this is a lightweight aluminum boat with with a bad, like, awesome engine. We about flipped the Yeah, 100% the boat tipped (gasps) back. And we just took off and... uh, do credit to him, he saved our lives. I was uh. kind of along for the ride, but he was he was freaking <laughs> out because it was our. And they came after us four times before we could get out the water. Uh, really, he, it was like a the hippo feet. wouldn't give up. It's it, different hippos. I swear, at some point they started coordinating. I swear, because <laughs> they, wow. they would be on one side, so we turn around and come the other way, hey, and then a, two white d- dumb guys are coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> Teach these guys a lesson. Wow, um, but Adam's safe. Like his face is fine. His face is falling. Okay. Allie has fallen in love I'm with your I'm just partner. saying, Adam is a very handsome Australian Six biologist. Six foot three biologist. Six three, you said he can't work out because he gets too swollen. Yeah, All he right. gets too much muscle tone. So. Yeah, I'm we all feel saying. that way. Yeah, we all have 
that from. <laughs> yeah, he's here in the studio, actually. What? Don't I'm joke. just kidding. Oh. Oh. <laughs> She'd want to get bit. It's going to beat me up later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, the show is uh, it's hard to not watch. It's, it's a great, great watch. It's called Kings of Pain. It airs Tuesday nights at 10 Tonight. on History. Yeah. Yeah, tonight as well, yes. And uh, Rob, thank you for coming in today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, Watch us tonight. Stay safe, man. Stay safe. Hope your surgery on your arm works well. Thank you. So you can get back to to normal. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. So we were just talking about uh, Kings of Pain, which Mm -hmm. is a show tonight at 10 on the History Channel. Yes. And it's crazy, and they get bitten by a lot of animals. And we thought perhaps it was uh, ripe for a remix. Look at that stinger. Look how long that stinger is. It's huge. Oh, yeah. Look at it. Look at it. Yeah, you can see it coming out looking for you. Oh, you that ready? seems too big. Yeah. Mm. Dong. Oh. Uh. Oh, God. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Lady Gaga! Oh, yeah. Good, good, God. Oh, oh! Uh, I've got extra meat. Oh! Got any pudding? I don't eat nothing. Going on? Long time. I'm gonna make you smell it. Oh, I felt that. (laughs) That was gross. That was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, dude. You're hurtful. (laughs) That was. That was the worst feeling I've ever experienced. That can horn you up. Wow. I mean, those guys have seen a lot of right? terrible yeah. things, but nothing as bad as nothing that. Nothing as frightening <laughs> as what they saw right then. That was a dumb idea. Wow. <laughs> Should we hear it again? No. I mean, All right. I, here's the thing. Yes. Usually I roll my eyes at those and I'm like, oh, we get it. There we I'm go making again. noise mm-hmm. with the turtle or beer mug, whatever it is. I mean, you want to hear it again? No, I'm no, just I'm, saying okay. Adam and Caveman. Oh, I see, I see. You're good with that one. I win, All right. right? All right. That's all I'm saying. Time for what's happening. Here's Allie. Guys, this is huge news, and it's not just for Jeopardy fans. It's for anyone that likes to expand their mind. Or hmm? whatever. The three top winners in Jeopardy history are set to compete against each other during a primetime Emmy... What? Primetime event... One more time. Oh, one more again? Yeah, she has to start over. The three top winners in Jeopardy history are set to compete against each other during a primetime event on ABC in January. Better. Jeopardy Mm -hmm. alums Ken Jennings, Brad Rutter, and James Holzhauer are going to vie for the title of GOAT. What do you get if you win Jeopardy, the greatest of all time? Oh, just a million dollars. The two loser Mm -hmm. runner-ups... Oh, $250,000 a piece. Not bad. No. So, right now, we've got Ken Jennings. That's Which who you're I've taken going for. Which i for sure. I'm already all the way in. He, of course, had the record 74-game win streak, the mm-hmm. longest in Jeopardy history. His winnings totaled $3,370,700. Can I say okay. I believe he's also underestimated as a competitor? I don't think anyone has ever said that about Ken Jennings. In this competition, I'm telling you, people love the new James guy. People are into him. And then also, you already have sort of shown your hand as to who you're picking. I'm just telling you, Brad Rutter, a lot of people, just because he wasn't as snazzy as Ken Jennings, maybe they forgot about him. And he didn't have the, oh, I changed the game, the way I'm picking categories like James Holtzauer. Sure. However... He's won, won the most money by any contestant, and he never lost Jeopardy to a human opponent. 
He lost to Watson when they had the IBM challenge. Right. He brought in four million six hundred and eighty-eight thousand four hundred and thirty-six dollars. Wow. I think Brad Rutter might be the one to beat. So, that, but if you're looking for a guy that changed the game, that's who that's Kevin gets. James Holtzauer. Kevin's gonna get James then. Look, I don't watch the show because I don't need more well, things to remind me that I'm dumb. <laughs> but that is a good person to fall into. All right. yeah. yeah, you got yeah. a good one. All right, all right then. We'll take it. That's the bet, and then we have to come up with the uh, with the competition. I'm is not eventually. wearing a suit. Well, my heart belongs to James, though. So this well, is very difficult too late. for me. Jeopardy, the greatest of all time, will air between January 7th and January 16th. That is going to be a ratings bonanza. Oh, yeah. everyone, I'm going to tune in. I'm saying. It's huge, you guys. Hey, Gwen Stefani. You know her debut solo album, Love, Angel, Music, Baby? Yes. Just songs like Rich Girl, Hollaback Girl, What Are You Waiting For? Huge album, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. It was released in 2004, so they are honoring the 15th anniversary. She announced that the album is getting a remastered reissue due out on Friday. She also reissued a hoodie and a t-shirt from the original merchandise collection via her online store. Then on November 26th, Gwen will perform a medley of hits from Love, Angel, Music Baby. Is this part of it? Look at your watch now. You're a super hot female. You got a million dollar contract. And you're still waiting for your hot track. I hope she doesn't mess with that. Like remaster, it's probably just going to sound crisper. That is beautiful. Is it going to be just her or she with all of No Doubt? Oh, no. This is her solo album. Oh, okay. Yeah. The one that sold 15 million units worldwide. Hollaback Girl. Rich yeah. girl, mm-hmm. what are you waiting for? It was more of a save Ferris guy, so. Okay. Um, there's room for room for both. Kind of um, had to pick at one point. Did you? No. Sort of. Not I mean, really. It was just like, you know, Scott. You know what? Didn't Scott have to influenced pick. Orange County, female lead. Yeah, you, you went one way or the other. Wow. Okay. You had to pick between women. Mm-hmm. You had to pit them against well, each other. it was a different other, time, Allie. Because there were only two of them. <laughs> he Allie. says on International Allie. Men's it was Day. A, it was a different this time. This is Oh, Allie, can tough, we have can we have one day without you fighting us? Pill to swallow. One day us men want. Us white men. We want one day to finally make it. Finally get the chances we deserve. And you're pulling it away from me. Next up, she'll perform out uh the NBC special Christmas at Rockefeller Center on December 4th. So all things Gwen Stefani, you guys, coming mm. up right now. <sighs> hey. Yes. Hey. I think I, I'll leave it till tomorrow, but um, are you about to tease a story for tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay listening to Cake Rock. What? Listen, 24 hours. Listen, we'll give you some hints throughout the day. Meet us back but here. But meet us back here tomorrow. <laughs> and we're going to tell you about some ghosts at an Airbnb. All right. What a tease. Okay. Thank you. Right? What's going on? Not sure. Mm-hmm. Some birthdays for you. Matt Soren, Meg Ryan, Allison Janney, Jody Foster, Adam Driver, and Larry King. Tonight, Snoop Dogg gets real and keeps it crackalackin'. <laughs> very cool. There's it's no better piece of tape. Ever. He's very cool. In Amazing. history. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. Thank you, Ellen. You drive home today. Listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness. Me, SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, we have uh, comedian Jeff Garland. Yes. Love him so much. And we've got more tickets, including night number two for the K Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas. We'll see you then. It's Kevin and Bean. K Rock KROQ. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.